It's your girl, Shakira B. And we are the Bougetto Podcast. Woo! The Bougetto Podcast is a dialogue between two best friends taking on the challenge to break barriers, end generational stigmas, and defy gravity. We are modern-day African-American women transcending stereotypes. Y'all didn't know we knew those words, did y'all? Okay. <laughs> So now it's time for our praise break of the week. And for those of you who don't know, the praise break of the week is anything that happened to you that was worth a run and a shout of praise. So Parker, what was your praise break of the week? So this week, my praise break of the week, I know y'all heard me talk about I was writing an article and all this stuff for my job. I'm still talking about this job, I'm y'all. still talking about it because I'm grateful. I'm going to keep talking about it because God been good to me. Okay? So... I wrote the article and it did very well metrics wise on our page. Yes, it did very, very well. It was shared by a lot of people throughout our community and just throughout the world. So I'm very happy about that. So y'all go ahead and check it out if you haven't already. Go to our website at Collasp. Yes. Yes. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, and I have a conference this weekend that I've been going to, the anti-poverty hunger policy. No, I said that wrong. I'm always messing something up. (laughs) The (laughs) anti-hunger policy conference, (laughs) AHPC. Good Lord. And um, it's been a really great time and I've learned a lot. So I'm really happy about that. And connected with some really, really good people. Yes, y'all. She's like, yeah. Taking over, y'all. We taking over. One policy at a time. (laughs) (laughs) We got to cut that part. That's good. So, what is your praise break of the week? So, my praise break of the week, y'all, last week had to get my spirit right, had to get my mind right. So I went on a spiritual hiatus. (laughs) Let me stop. So I just had to get rid of social media for the week. And I've decided that social media is not healthy at all times. I was just doing too much. Wasn't really focused on what I was supposed to be focusing on. Looking at other people. It's all type of stuff. So I have now decided, guys, that I will not be on social media on Mondays at all. Don't even try to send me nothing. Don't reach out to me. If you do, I'll get to you on Tuesday. Mondays is my official day for me and the Lord. And I'm fasting from social media on Monday. So I am very excited. It was really good. I didn't realize how much I really was on social media. I got so much done last week. I'm like, what is going on with me? I have to do it. You think I'm enrolled in social media university or something? (laughs) the hell is going on yeah it really i've noticed it really is a brain thing and it's like you get addicted to kind of the scrolling yes. and the looking and stuff like that so i've had to start like playing games to like sharpen my mind because social media making us dumb as hell for real like i've had to start playing like you know brain trick games and stuff yeah. like that like to when i need a mental break from doing work i don't need to just jump on social media that don't yes. need my first thing Yes, yeah, I, I got what you're saying. So, you guys, we have a very, very special guest today. Hey, we got a guest. Hey. One of our very, very, very bestest friends from HU. You know. Okay. Hey. Anissa. Okay, I introduced you so, like, abrupt. But no, I'm just saying, <laughs> Anissa. 
We met at Howard our freshman year. She joined the same organization as us, Jules Incorporated. Yes. Shout out to Jules. Okay. We and see y'all doing good work. Right, right. right. We see y'all. And our sophomore year, we lived across the hall from each other in Meridian. Oh, if you didn't live in Meridian, you are not old, Howard. I just want you to yep, know that. Okay, if you never lived in Meridian, if you don't even know what it is, sit down. If Howard wasn't in the ghetto when you went there, right? Thank you, thank you. It's so gentrified around Howard now. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, crazy. This is making me sense. But yes, our friend Anissa. Yes. <laughs> you have to give a real introduction, Anissa. So, Anissa, what was your praise break of the week? Um, so my praise break was that I spent very good quality time, and that's actually my love language. Well, yes, one of them. Yes. Um, I spent very good quality time with y'all and Woo! other people I came to see here, but just my friends back at home in Boston and my family. I've just been like intentional with the time I'm spending with mm-hmm. them and just really enjoying their presence and making good memories. Yes. yes. Yay. That is so Woo-hoo. good. I know. We love you. Yes. We've had some good times. Even though I've been working. Sorry. It's hey. okay. Yes. Okay. Get that money. Okay. Okay. I know. Yes. Get that money. Get that money. <laughs> so. We have a magnificent topic today. Yes, a great um, topic. A lot of our topics spur from real conversations. And real conversations that we have with each other, our friends, and stuff like that. So, this conversation spurred originally between Anissa and Shakira. Yes, we were just riding in the car. And this was being my therapist for the day. You know, everyone gets to be my therapist at some point in life. You know? <laughs> just never know when I'm like, I have a problem. Talk to me. And you'd be like, oh. Okay, let me just talk to Shakira right now because clearly she's having a midlife crisis. So, right, let me talk to her. So we were riding or whatnot, and I have been coming to you know some things about myself and my life, and um, I just been bringing it up to different people, and different people have been giving me their different opinions. And Anissa said something so profound where she was just like. You know, Shakira, maybe what if you're what if what you're experiencing is a reaction to what you've been taught? And I was just like, huh? Yeah. So what? Yeah. <laughs> so to clarify, um you know you know, some things could just be in our head and it's it's things that we believe because it has been shown true to us before. Mm-hmm. So if this one thing has been repeatedly shown to you that it is true about you or about life, that could be incorrect, mm-hmm. you know? But you're living with that and you're harboring that and you're making your decisions about life mm-hmm. with that. Yes. So there are things that you have to recognize that cannot be true and you have to learn to unlearn them. Yes. yes. So and with that, that being said... Our- that is the title of our topic. Drum roll. Learn, Learn to unlearn. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's deep when you it think is. about it. So Ooh. deep. So deep. So many of us so are important. literally trapped in like hundreds of years of thought processes. Yeah. That don't even apply to now. Yes. Literally. This is something that was learned back in slavery. We're not slaves no more. <laughs> or learned in the 80s. Yeah. We ain't crack babies. You know what? You know what? <laughs> uh, it might be. It might be. <laughs> Some people may Sorry. have been. Lord. 
saying. It was during the time. Y'all forgive me. I'm just saying. We understand what you're trying to say. We understand. Lord Jesus, that's so funny. Well, wait, I get it because growing up, there's so many things that, you're taught that yeah, especially in a black household. Okay, there are so many things that we're taught generationally based on the struggles, diversities, adversities you know, difficulties that our families have experienced. And some of that stuff is just, you have to take it with a grain of salt and it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily apply. And it's something that we've tried to hold on to and, you know, we've tried to apply throughout our whole life and all this stuff, but you don't realize how toxic it can be. Yeah. And it could not even, it might not even be like a conscious holding on to this. Yeah. It could just be subconscious way that you just think life is. Mm. Yeah, that that was definitely the case for me. Yeah, and you just never challenged the status quo about it. It's mm. just like, well, this is what it is. This is how life is. Or this is how I feel in the moment. So this is what it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. And that's just it. No, ever. Qu- but also too, this is a thing. A lot of times in the black community as well, we're taught not to question things. Oh, yes. Yes. You don't question God. You don't question your mama. (laughs) You don't question an adult. You don't question how things are. They just are the way that they are. Well, no. Yeah, it's like if you start asking questions, what's wrong with you? Like, are you going down a rabbit hole or something? You know, it's just like, no, but I really want to understand or whatever. So I think the first place is just going through you know questions with yourself if that makes sense like you know why is this the way that it is or why is you know you know why do I feel this way yeah how many times you come to a really good conclusion when you just start asking yourself questions yeah all the time (laughs) why do you say all the time (laughs) I always ask myself stuff I'm like why do I feel like this (laughs) what is wrong with me what is going on I'm just confused. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so weak. I think, <laughs> yeah, I do ask myself a lot of questions too. Yes. I talk to myself a lot. Yep, you heard it. I talk to myself a lot. Okay, now you said wrong with it. I'm going to move around. You know what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. I ask myself questions, and then I answer. And then self answers. Thank you. I ask myself questions like, you know what? Why did you think that was acceptable? I have to think about that. Think about it. I thought it was acceptable because... Right, right. I thought it was acceptable because sometimes I think that consequences ain't got shit on me. Yep, I said it. Yep. So... Pretty much. (laughs) And sometimes you have to be that honest. That question though. That's just how I feel all the time. I'm so weak. Sometimes I really have to ask myself questions like this because it's just like, really, Parker? And it's like, in your head, you trying to act like, what? What? You, you know what? Sometimes you got to, you know, talk to yourself. So there's nothing wrong with that or whatever. But mm-hmm. what I will ask you guys, what are some things... That you feel like growing up from your childhood or even from college or any space of your life. What are things that you feel like you have had to unlearn? Who wants to go first? I I only want to do one-offs. I can go first. Well, I only have one. Oh, I got plenty. (laughs) I have one major one. I think that 
maybe that was the only one I could think of because that's the one that really affects a lot of parts of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that I'm kind of focusing on, on learning right now. Um, and that would be that um, life has no joy or that mm-hmm. life is always going to be hard. And I think I just got that from seeing the situations of the people around me, like my family. And their attitudes about Mm -hmm. doing things to improve their situation or about the situation or things that may have happened in the past. It was just kind of like, well, that's just that. And I felt, I feel like they kind of wallow in it, you know? There's Mm -hmm. no active recovery. It's just like, well, this happened and now I feel this way and I'm just going to feel this way. mm -hmm. But... That doesn't have to be the case. You, I'm learning now that you don't have to do things you do not want to do. Mm-hmm. You can change situations that are to make it better for yourself. Yes. It doesn't always have to be better for the other person. I'm um, looking at that one. I'm getting mm-hmm. to that one, too. Bump, y'all. Yeah. I to myself first. <laughs> and that, like, it's okay to be happy. Like, if you're happy... I don't know. I, I was kind of living life under the belief that if I was doing something that made me happy, I was doing something wrong. Mm. You know? I can't really tell you too many things Anissa likes to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I like music. <laughs> <laughs> I like makeup, kinda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and what else? Like, you low-key a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta... F- I, I'm in a place now where I'm trying to figure out what is it that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do I want to do in my spare time? What do I want to do when I go to work? Getting a paycheck is not enough for me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm grateful for it, yes. but it's not enough. And I'm learning that it's okay for that to not be enough. Mm-hmm. Yes. And for me to change that situation mm-hmm. do you think that it comes from a fear from your family like almost kind of like a fear of like well if this one thing makes me happy then i might lose it so let me not even try to be happy mm-hmm. for it <coughs> excuse me y'all i'm sick so i'm trying to hold in the coughs um <laughs> just curious is it fear i i would i don't know I don't think so. I think they just became so overwhelmed by their sorrow that it just, it and it was like continuous sorrow. Mm. And they, I don't know, they just didn't know how to get through it. You know, we really, I think I might be the first person in my family that I know of who's gone to see counseling, mm. you know. But I know all of them need it. <laughs> yes, yeah. everybody yeah. need it. Yeah. Say this with me. We all Need therapy. So I don't know if they just don't have the skills to move past it because it is a skill. You have like it is not easy to move past the the Mm -hmm. hurt, Mm -hmm. the tough things that have happened to you. And I think it's also hard to feel that you don't deserve that stuff. Mm. You know, it could be attached to like self worth or something like that. Mm -hmm. I I can't tell you why they don't have the most positive outlooks mm-hmm. on the way your life can be. Yes. This is good. Yeah, no. mm, this is good. But because they don't have that, how is it how are they supposed to give it to me? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so exactly. I don't I don't blame I don't blame <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> cough it out, cough it out. 
she's been a little under the weather this weekend. Yeah. Woo, it makes you hot every time. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what was I saying? You were saying that. You don't blame um, them. You don't blame oh, yeah. them. I don't blame them for skills that they don't have. That's How right. are you supposed yep. to give me something you don't have? Mm-hmm. Yep. Come you know? Yeah. So, I don't hold any... Uh, that might have been a lie. I might hold <laughs> a little bit of resentment about that, but... Hey, it stops with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. You ever hear my 10? I'm just kidding. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I start with one. I'm going to start with one. The first one, I'm actually going to shift a little bit. Okay. So my first one is me unlearning that love is doing. Ooh. Very difficult for me, mm-hmm. and that someone just supposed to love me because I'm Shakira, which is not necessarily true. You know, y'all know I am just so great and fabulous. I mean, who wouldn't? But um, I'm saying from a standpoint of like, love is a choice. Yeah. Ultimately, love is a choice, and it really does hurt when you can, when the actuality is that the person just literally did not choose to love you. Mm. That has hurt. That really hurts. And yeah. I think for me, it's experiencing that about life. Because no one talks about that. People talk about growing up, a fairy tale. And it was just love at first sight. And he just knew. And she just knew. And I knew I wanted to be with well, Ain't nobody know they want to be with me yet. So, yeah. and that's just how I personally feel. And I think growing up, seeing, you know, my father do so much. My mother you know, giving ways, my grandmother giving ways, like everything in my family. We really are a family of love, Parker, no. And it, mm-hmm. a lot of things come from doing too. Like we give, we give, we do for others, we do for ourselves. We just do a lot. And sometimes I've attached that to love. And when it's certain times it feels like if someone's not doing something or reciprocating it back to me, I feel like they don't love me. But they could be showing love in their own way or their own type of mm-hmm. expression but for me personally I look at love as do and I've really been coming through undoing that it's been very difficult though I ain't gonna lie and God has really been having me focus on like Corinthians I feel like that's like the one thing I'm gonna be reading all year like anytime I feel like up oh, I ain't about to do this for this person this person pissing me off so I ain't about to give to them to do this I'm like you know what let me go read Corinthians Cause that's not what love is. Mm-hmm. Love says nothing about doing. Mm-hmm. It says that it's patient, that it mm-hmm. is kind. It holds no wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. It's long suffering. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So those are things that I'm working on is undoing love and relearning what true agape, true God love is. Yes. So difficult, y'all. I yes. love it. I love it. Yes. That's a good one. I think for me... What's my bon okay, so growing up, um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm a thug hard body all day. Okay. <laughs> one thing that I've had to unlearn is the fear of vulnerability and sharing information about myself because at the end of the day, intimacy, true intimacy is into me I see. 
intimacy is me sharing information about myself to someone else for us to be able to come closer and me being vulnerable and trusting and honest all those different things so i just you know growing up it was always like you don't tell your business to nobody you don't put no you don't give nobody information about you where they could hurt you and all this different stuff or whatever so it was just like so many things i kept to myself um and things that i probably could have been talking to people about um just as a a a release first off but second off for me to understand that I'm not the only one going through a lot of things that I'm going through um and me unlearning this and I'm still learning to unlearn it or whatever it's really been a journey and a process but unlearning that idea has helped me to tap into God more realizing that what he has for me is for me me telling someone information and sharing something about myself if I really felt led to do it it's nothing that they could do to take away what he already has for me first off second off vulnerability has been able to help me build stronger relationships with people. I think I first started learning in college, like Anissa knows, it's some conversation I had with her that I just had not had with anybody. It's some conversations I had with Shakira that I just had not had with anybody. And that's why our relationships are so strong because I allowed myself to be trusting. I allowed myself to be free and just talk about things that I never felt comfortable to be able to talk about as far as things like with my family, with, you know, emotions I was feeling so many different things and it helped me to move through some really tough times in my life or whatever so that's one thing that I really would say that I've been working on unlearning is that like vulnerability is bad like it's gonna set you up for someone to do something bad to you like no vulnerability is a way of intimacy it is a way of connecting with people it's a way of sharing your story and for other people to feel that um you know, they can learn from you too. Yeah. Connection, all that stuff. Um, I've been working on it at work because, you know, that's like a big thing for me. Like work is work. I don't need to be talking to y'all about my personal life up in here. And I still have my boundaries, of course, but we're, I'm working in a space where we're so, all of us are connected to this work through our passions. Your passions come from your upbringing, you know, things that you're really, you have a deep connection with. You can't be sitting over here discussing your passion without discussing something about yourself. It's no way. Um, And that's how you connect with people on a greater level. And that's how people can actually connect with what you're saying. So it's it's all connecting for me. It was just really difficult at first to, I mean, even not even sharing stuff about myself, sharing stuff about me and my childhood was really difficult at one point. It's like ridiculous. Like, how do I think that I'm supposed to be able to connect even in romantically mm-hmm. with someone if I'm not able to share all of these things? And people don't do what you And have. there are people, I can understand how there are people who their relationships are solely surface. based on sex. On yeah, surface. surface. Yeah. Surface conversations. Oh, I think you're cute. I'm cute. But nothing is ever like breaking beneath the surface and it's really you know just helped me to become a better person and it helps with accountability all types of no one can hold you accountable if they don't really know who you are or Mm -hmm. don't really know what you struggle with or don't really know and it's like not being afraid to give someone that access you know there are people who will hurt you and stuff like that that's just in general but I'm not gonna be so afraid not to share me and who I am and what I struggle with all because I'm afraid that somebody's gonna hurt me so that's the one that I've been working on unlearning. Yes. Come on. This is so good, y'all. Because yeah. it's all things that we have to unlearn that we've just been taught. 
over the years. I know one for me is that I always continuously feel like I am wrong or doing something wrong. Mm. I don't know what it is. It might just be the enemy. I don't know what it is. But it's like every time I turn around in some type of way, I done said something wrong. I done offended somebody. Something I done did bothered somebody. I'm like, oh my gosh. Something else is wrong again. What did I do? I'm tired of this. Move around. I don't want to be here. Like, seriously, like that's like the constant song that's in my head that I'm playing. And I'm just like, you know what? Shakira, you're not always wrong. Mm-hmm. There could have been a better way for you to say something. There's always room for improvement. I'm starting to look at things like that. And then I'm yeah. starting to trust myself too that. Okay, you know what? How I felt in that moment is legit. This is how I feel. Even though someone yeah. else might feel like I'm doing the most or their reaction wasn't needed or whatnot, yeah. but that's them. And I think, you know, me growing up sometimes, like, everybody knows to an extent that's close to me or whatnot that, like, um, I wasn't able to, like, sometimes I feel like I wasn't able to, like, be as, you know, vocal as I wanted to be or be able to, like, wear or do certain things. So I think it affects me now with some of, like, my decisions or I'm always asking or second-guessing myself. But it's just the thing of, like, I just need to be sure within myself mm-hmm. and have that confidence in myself that, okay, Shakira, yes, you're making the right decision. Even if someone doesn't agree, even if someone doesn't know, even if someone is just like, well, I don't know. I mean, what do you think is best? Whatever. I don't need those validations because I know what's best for my life because I talk to God too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since I've grown closer to God, I've been better with making decisions for my life. And I've been more comfortable in that space. But I think more so of the wrongdoing is attached to like me being comfortable with my own personality. Mm-hmm. Cause I have a very strong personality. And I think sometimes I realize how strong it is until like I've said something that might have, hurt someone or offended someone or whatever has happened or whatnot in the moment. So that's something that I'm progressing through. Yes. And that, that was the point we were talking about yesterday where I was like, well, are you conditioned to just believe that you're wrong? Like all the time. And yeah, I think that, um, as little girls we are taught mm-hmm. that we're supposed to not make too much noise mm-hmm. don't ruffle the feathers is, don't yes. rock the boat too hard don't do mm-hmm. this don't do that like you know and if your personality kind of goes against a lot of that yes mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like well that's not the mold that you need to fit mm-hmm. but no mm-hmm. one I, I think no one told you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, they tried to keep making you go into that mold. Mm-hmm. And now as an adult, you're like, okay, you're more comfortable with yourself. But then you're feeling like yourself is wrong. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. but it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's just you. I, I experienced that growing up. But I didn't in my household. In my household, it was like my dad was like, you be who the hell you are. Like, you confident, all that stuff. But then when I would step out of my household, it was so many people like, why are you so loud? Why do you always have something to say? Why do you always know the answer? Why do you always this? Why you always that? So it's like, I didn't yeah, necessarily I always... Saw you right, right. It's like, it's like <laughs> I didn't necessarily take it in a way of like, um, always thinking I'm wrong. 
but I ended up taking it in a way of dumbing myself down. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm unlearning now. Of yes. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to play small. I'm not going to act like I'm not smart. I'm not going to act like mm-hmm. I'm not knowledgeable. I'm not going to act like I don't think that I'm the She's S-H-I-T. Okay? okay? I am confident. I love myself. It has taken a lot of work to get to the place that I am right now. And I'm not going to play small for anybody. And it's really difficult. So me, like, consistently talking about, like, my job, I would have never done that a few years ago i would i would have never even made the announcement (laughs) yeah i would have never made the announcement that i was even like applying for anything nothing like i would have just have started something and nobody would have ever known like i would have never you know told people how interested i am in like science it's so many things that a lot of people even from this podcast i feel like are learning about me and i'm open to sharing now and they're learning a whole other side of me but growing up it was just like you know, I went to a gifted school in middle school and it was just like, oh my God, why would you go there? That's just, I didn't want to go. I fought and cried so bad. And I'm so happy that my parents made me go now that I think because that gifted school still to this day, that school work was harder than what I did in high school. And some of the work that I did in college, like we were writing full theses in middle school like it was difficult but it really prepared me for what I was gonna do and really honestly prepared me for what I'm doing right now and I was so ashamed for being for having to go there I was so ashamed I was taken away from my you know friends I was so ashamed that I was around all you know people who didn't look like me I was so ashamed that I was the one that was always picked outside and and put on not on a pedestal but put on kind of like look look at her and I just didn't like that or whatever but now I'm growing setting you apart yes setting me apart and it was uncomfortable but now I'm more comfortable and just unlearning that even today I had to catch myself at this conference like they wanted to put me on the spot to speak and I'm just like no 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 like somebody else can speak why not everything that I had to say was valid and everything that I had to say would have uplifted the cause so much more but I decided to play down because it's just something that is entrenched in my brain that I'm really trying to break free of so like me sending my article that I did to all these people I would have never done that but it's like I really want to break out of the mold and just be who I am and that's why we're doing this podcast yes I am ratchet yes I can get crazy I also am very smart and I have have a lot of things to offer and I'm very knowledgeable in my field and I'm knowledgeable about a whole bunch of shit too <laughs> a whole bunch yes. of different stuff I am and that's okay and I shouldn't feel like somebody gonna be creeping around the corner like who she thinks she is it's always like such a big fear like oh my god somebody gonna come around the corner saying something crazy which I actually did happen today but that's them. That's them. And I can't worry about it. Somebody and literally making themselves look like they look crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yes. They came up to me and um I just said, Hi, how are you doing? It was a young man and he was like, I'm doing fine, walked off. He pivots, comes back, y'all, and it's like, You need to learn how to be more genuine. I was like, 
what? What is going on? <laughs> when you asked me, hi, how are you doing? You didn't really mean that. You don't really care how I'm doing because if you did it, if you did, you wouldn't have turned your head as soon as I, I was like, sir, you Nothing walked away. Yeah, literally was like a little devil talking to me. I was just like, what is going on? But really realizing that, hey, I know that I was genuine when I asked him how he was doing and I was really willing to have a conversation with him. But some people are so, they feel so small about themselves that when they come in contact with someone who does feel confident and things of that nature, they automatically get in their bag. And hey, I can't do nothing about that. You I can't do bag, nothing about that. I'm getting the bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't try to take what's going on the show. Okay, <laughs> right. You get in your bag. I'm getting, getting to the bag. bag. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Remix you. Remix coming out soon. Remix. <laughs> Period. So yes. that's just. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm not dumbing myself down for nobody. So that's something that I'm unlearning. Can I pose a question? Yeah. yeah. So what are you, what do you got? What are you doing actively to unlearn these Ooh, things? I got one more. You want to wait to put that okay, one? Yes. I have one more unlearn that I'm doing. Okay. One more. Well, two more actually. Sorry, y'all. I got oh, so many Jesus. things I need to unlearn. Put them together. Life in one. is just hitting me at once. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He's so traumatic. Oh my gosh. He's so traumatic. Uh, yes. Besides, y'all don't get to see every day. <laughs> but, um, I'm putting them together, kind of, sort of. Thank you. It's okay to take care of me and to put my needs and wants first. That is one that I really struggle with. For some reason, I just want to put other people's needs first and social care. That makes no, no sense. sense. And, and it's like a guilt. Yeah. comes over me for not putting someone else before me and i'm like what is wrong with me and i don't know if it comes from my family with like the love and the doing because they've mm-hmm. sacrificed and they've given of themselves in a way but it's like no it's okay Shakira. you can put yourself first you can go get your nails done you don't have to be at this event you can go yeah. do this you have to do this you can let the dishes pile up to the ceiling if that's what you want to do because you taking care of you or you don't feel like doing something. It's like, and the love that still is be there. fine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the second one is that life is not always about being good or bad and thinking that you get a repercussion or a yeah. consequence from that, but that life is just life. And I'm learning to enjoy the journey more than the actual prize and destination. Because yes. y'all know, I love me a good accolade a good achievement a good trophy you know i'm like yes first black woman too first black woman too first black woman too that's like my goal and this is like okay shakira you can enjoy the journey to get to the first black woman too yeah there's gonna be a lot that you're gonna have to learn and go through yeah to get get to to the first black Mm -hmm. woman too right yes i agree those are the two yeah so Back to your question. Yes, the question is, what are you actively doing to unlearn or just to practice this new truth that you've learned? Mm, yeah, because it's difficult. Mm. Um, it really is training the mind. Yeah. Because when you just going back to human development, when you learn something during the developmental stages of your life, which honestly, technically, is all the way up until you're 26 years old. It is. I'm still we are literally mind. reaching the cusp like the end point of our brain's full development, if that makes sense. So, so many things that we've learned in these 26 years of life 
it's hard to unlearn because this has a, the brain always wants to reach mm-hmm. homeostasis. So this is something like I have to create a pattern mm-hmm. for me to be able to make it through life, if that makes sense. So unlearning yes. is difficult, especially the stuff. Um, that's so deeply entrenched. Yes, so, that's yes. deeply entrenched so. through your family, through like your environment, all this stuff or whatever. So it's just like, I think what helps me is learning roots. If that makes sense. Like, it's certain things like you may can cut off a a dead limb or something like that. But until you uproot it, it's still going to grow back in some type of way or whatever. So, really get into the root. I know with um, dumbing myself down, I've gotten to the root of that where you know, moving to Peoria and just being around just different types of people and it being a whole totally different environment than what it was being around both of my parents sides of the family and stuff like that you get what I'm saying or being in my own family and it's just like you got to protect yourself you got to protect yourself it's survival of the fittest type stuff okay well when can I let my hair down yeah, you know, and get into the those roots and understanding. Just like you said, like, you know, my parents have raised us in a certain way because that's all they knew. That's what they knew. That's what they went through through their experiences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And really just kind of breaking apart and going back through my own life, then going back through what I know from my parents' life, going back through what I know from people who, you know, hurt me and kind of created this thought process in me. And then really seeing how... A lot of things are fallacies because they may have been a reality for someone else, but that's just not my reality. So I'm really creating my own reality for myself. What works? I know my parents cringe a lot about the stuff that I share on this podcast. Seriously. They're like, I can't believe you said that (laughs) on there. And for me... This is my new reality. This is this is therapy for me. Talking to you all about my mm-hmm. life in a way that I've never shared with anyone outside of my inner circle. That's therapy for me. But and it's helping me to consistently break this cycle of dumbing myself down and not being able to be vulnerable. Yes. Me sharing my accomplishments with you all is me every day stepping forward and not dumbing myself down. Me sharing some things that I've went through that have hurt me is me every day stepping up to be vulnerable and share information and be intimate, even with people that I may not know. It is uncomfortable sometimes when people come back and they see us. And we do see people who listen to the podcast and we've never met them before. It's a beautiful thing. But when they're like, yeah, when you were, you were talking, talking about, about this, this and this, I almost started crying myself. And it's and like, it's, like whoo, it's so uncomfortable. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I shared that. But then it does something for me that someone, it else. liberated yes. someone else. Yes. If y'all have never heard, I was about to say, Our Deepest Fear by Marion Williamson. Y'all, you have to listen to that poem, read it, whatever. But a lot of what we're talking about, she talks about in there. And it's just like so good, if that makes sense. Like you liberate others when you're vulnerable, you're intimate, you're honest, all these different things. So, yeah, that's how I'm working on it. That makes sense. The podcast is definitely helping me. Yes, I think for me, I think a lot of these things I'm just getting to realizing like, oh my God, like I have an issue with this. Oh my God, I'm struggling with this. Oh my gosh. Like, like it's just like, sometimes it can be overwhelming for me. Um, Y'all know I go to therapy, so I'm slowly breaking all of them down with my therapist. I think the one thing that has really, truly helped 
me is really truly my morning affirmations. I feel mm-hmm. a lot better about myself when I really am continuously, constantly shifting my image of myself through my words and re-envisioning who I am. Because sometimes we can still be that five-year-old girl that's being told that you're wrong, but you in a oh. 40-year-old body. Oh, say it again. And that's I was real. like, I don't want that mm-hmm. to be me when I'm, you know, being asked as the future Secretary of State, hey, what are we going to do about North Korea? And I'm up there like, um, 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 or I'm not confident talking to their president. And I'm like, well, I mean, America kind of wants you to stop sending nuclear bombs. What does America want you to do? Y'all need to stop sending these <laughs> nuclear bombs today. Yeah. I'm not playing with y'all. That's what it would be. Yeah. No one's going to take me serious being like, um, uh, uh, no. What do you think we should do? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though y'all know that's not how I talk in general. I've never been like that type of, sh- of timid person or whatever, but I mm-hmm. feel like that is what the enemy has always tried to make make me be, make me move into that. So like you said, I think, you know, at work I am taking more of a managerial role and really truly stepping into that. Like I had to, you know, correct and chastise this young man who is an intern on our team. You know, he did something wrong. So I had to have a conversation with him about, you know, hey, we're not upset that you did this wrong, but this is how it made the office look. This is how it made the front office look. And just, you know, to make sure that you're reevaluating, that you're going over, you know, the protocols that we have set in place so we can make sure that this doesn't happen in the future. And I know that was a great delivery versus like, hey, give up. Ooh. <laughs> well, you're messing up. You're messing up, dude. You're messing up. You're making me look bad. That just wasn't it. But I said it to him that way. He was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Shakira. And Parker know who I'm talking about or whatever. Yeah. He's just so sweet. Yeah. He's so nice. Um, so just working on that. Um, as far as like my love, I've stopped doing. That's what I'm really working on right now. Besides like my passions, like yeah. I have certain passions, but it is certain things that I I know that I don't feel like we've heard me talking about this. Like, you know that you do to see if you're going to get a certain type of gratification. Yeah. But it just don't do nothing but hurt your feelings. So it's just like, yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. And especially when you're not doing it from the correct heart posture. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I'm not doing in a way, I guess you can say like this. So, and I feel like eventually, you know, I'll be able to have discussions and conversations with people that I'm practicing this on, if I'll say that, um, mm-hmm. more so they'll be able to gain the understanding that I can, you know, really move past that space of like, I'm working on understanding that you love me because you love me. You don't love me because what I do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as, um, taking care of myself first, like, Going to get my nails done consistent. Like, I already made my lash appointment, my nail appointment, and my hair appointment this week out. Hey, yeah. your girl's on the road. And I don't care if it, if I got to be there till 11 o'clock at night, then that's what it's going to be because I have to take care of Shakira first. And what I want to do first goes or whatnot. And I think my first practice sometimes be with Parker over here. It's like, I love her. But it's like, I can't be late because Parker want to lay in the bed. <laughs> I can't do that. Not saying it in a bad way or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes I really be like, oh, should I wait on Parker? Mm, no, I shouldn't. I'm gone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, and Parker's not going to feel any kind of way. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why do I have no. a guilt 
over me for something yeah. like that. And it's like, no. And so I think I've been slowly breaking out of that. And that's just, you know, several different things. So that's like one example I'll just say that I'm currently working on. But I feel like that is going to spiral into a whole bunch of stuff where there's like, Sheree want me to fly to Texas and I can't. Well, Sheree, I'm sorry, I can't go. And me being able to say, I'm sorry, I can't go and mm-hmm. not being in Baltimore feeling guilty. Yeah. That's like the number one thing. Yeah. Or if Raina wants something or Ariel wants something. It's like, no, Shakira needs this for herself and knowing that that is okay. okay. Yeah. Yes. And we're not going to feel any kind of way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is good. So how do you feel like you're working on um, yeah. being more joyous and happy yeah. and finding what you want to do? First, I had to figure out what was making me unhappy. Mm-hmm. And I realized I don't do things that I want to do. I do what everyone else wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I be sitting there shitty. <laughs> and then um, I've been also... There. I realize I need to stop letting people do certain things to me. Mm. Um, you know, just rude things. Yeah. Or things mm-hmm. that hurt my the feelings. Yeah, without addressing it. Without addressing it. Yes. I'm still working on that. I don't like confrontation. Mm. I don't like people being upset with me. I don't <laughs> I don't <laughs> like people being upset with me. Um, I don't like hurting other people's feelings. And I know sometimes I could get there, mm-hmm. and I'm trying. I I really don't get there often at all. Um. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, I decided that. Uh, so my career is something that I think I value way too much in my life. I think it has a little bit too much power over me. Um. So I I said for the next two months, I'm not gonna think about career and what I want the next move to me be and all that stuff I'm just gonna spend two months doing things that I like yeah yeah just random things that I like Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not have any expectation of anything to grow out of them Mm -hmm. um I haven't done anything yet because I just decided that like last week (laughs) yes this is something yes yes and you know what? I'm going to be honest. It has taken me a while to get down here because it's like, well, what if so-and-so needs me? What if, uh, da 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 <laughs> yes, you know? it's, it's like, like yep. bruh, so-and-so still going to be at home. Home, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be okay. And they're going to be okay. Yep. Because mm-hmm. so-and-so's okay right now. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, um, I-, I have to get over that a bit. Um, and then, so... My not letting people do things to me, I don't think I'm having the most uh, healthy r- response because sometimes mm. I could be a little aggressive. <laughs> like people be bun- bumping me on the train and I'll be like, use your words. <laughs> <laughs> and they be looking at me like, oh my God. You know, that's something I never would have done before. Um, so I have to find that sweet spot of mm-hmm. being firm with people, but also not losing the like my inherent kindness mm. so i'm working on that but i'll keep y'all posted i'll figure out some <laughs> stuff that i'm i really like creating things mm. yes. i like making things with my hands mm. i like art a yes. lot so i don't know what exactly oh 
Uh, I'll tell y'all later. Um, <laughs> I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I might go to an arts and crafts store and just buy whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Oh, just my God. Just take a day to Michael's to a Hobby Lobby girl. Yeah. Hobby Lobby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Go crazy in that store. So that's what I've been doing. I've made the plan. I just haven't done the plan. Yes, yes, that's all. That's, that's, okay, yeah, that's the first step. That's the it first is. step. Planning, yeah. Knowing, then coming up with the plan, and then yeah. executing. Yes. Yeah. So that's yes. It. I feel like it's we all know I'm in the middle of my plan now. Like, I have some parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm working it out as I go. Y'all know I'm a wing it. I'm a pow, pow, pow. Just, okay. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be, wow, shooting. <laughs> yes. But I've done a great job putting myself first lately. Yeah, I will say that one. I agree. It's like my main one. Good job, best friend. Yes. So, y'all, I think it's about time we wrap this thing on up. So, flip your hair, bow your head, and close your eyes. God, I thank you for making me bougie and ghetto. I thank you for making me so cold that I could rock Jordans or stilettos. I thank you for my haters, motivators, and duplicators. I thank you for my friends, family, and my enemies. God, I thank you for the way you uniquely made me. We want more money and no problems. More love and no drama. Help us to always remain ten toes down. And as queens, we can never let anyone take our crown. And in Jesus' name, amen.